0: Listening to Symmetry Health 360. This episode is brought to you by AFIA, a symmetry company. Today's episode is hosted by Melanie Elliott, Vice President, Analytics Strategy, and Elizabeth Liz Kern, Principal Consultant. Join us for this episode How to Optimize Your EHR to Obtain Meaningful Data Insights. Thank you, Susan.
1: Hey, Liz. You and I have been working together for a long time, and I know you've been doing EHR optimizations for A longer time than I've even known you. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your experience with that? Definitely. I spent the last seven
2: years at AFIA selecting, implementing, and optimizing EHRs for the behavioral health and intellectual and developmental disability provider community. So really thinking through a lot of those unique requirements, the configuration and design decisions that need to be made, you know, looking at that whole workflow. And then I also work on our FIA analytics side, implementing a suite of data analytics products and helping our customers operationalize those results. So that has also given me that perspective on how to set up your EHR to ensure that you're able to
1: collect and report on the information that you really need to take action. Great. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I know you've worked with a lot of different EHRs over time, and we should say that that's an electronic health record for anyone listening who doesn't know, but... Of all those EHRs you've worked with, we hear people say, you know, we've implemented it, it's hard, it's stuck, I don't know how to change it. Is it really true? Can we really, truly, successfully optimize an EHR that's already been implemented?
2: Absolutely. And I think that's where a lot of organizations have only their own experience to draw on for better or for worse. Even if you really are true super users and we meet organizations that have a tremendous amount of experience with the systems that they use, it's really difficult to know all of the ways that a system can be used flexibly to address issues. And we at Ophia have that perspective from all of the different customers that we work with. And we tend to have a lot of experience, again, with the selections, implementations, optimizations. We are able to take that knowledge of the system and vendor and help recommend features and functions. Some even brand new that an organization might not be aware of and taking advantage of just because that is our job, keeping up to date with everything that's going on in the marketplace, what new features or EHR organizations might be rolling out and then helping our customers take action on those. I think the other thing that I like to frame in an optimization is that an EHR optimization is really not just about a single piece of technology. When I think about making the best use of the electronic health record system, you really want to make sure that you're thinking of it as one piece of your technology ecosystem. So a lot of times when people bring issues or concerns about their system, what we can help them with is think about creative solutions to get beyond the system itself, right? How can I get data in and out of the system? How can I correct the data in my system? Where can I add a supplemental application to get functionality that I might not be able to access in my current system? That's a big piece of it. And then as part of that is reporting, right? We have a lot of conversation about the reporting needs that an organization has. Does their EHR offer the type of reporting solutions that they need? Are they able to get the data out that they need to? And we can really help them with thinking about, again, creative ways to get notifications or embedded reports or alerts to help fill process and compliance gaps that they might think of as a system issue. And then finally... The other big piece of using your EHR effectively is thinking beyond technology entirely. So a lot of times people come to us and they think they have a technology problem. Really what they have is a process optimization and standardization problem. They're seeing issues with their system that really are because people aren't following the correct workflows that they need to, to make everything work correctly, to be able to see the compliance data that they need, to be able to get the reporting that they need. It also could be that people just aren't following the workflows that have been really nicely laid out, thinking of something like a scheduler, right? There's a lot of nuance to how you use a scheduler, how you set up a scheduler to make your workflow work the best, to handle people who might be working telehealth some days and in office other days who might work at multiple locations. There's a lot of different creative ways that you can address sort of the workflow of the system to make sure that people are using things in a standard way and that you're able to use it to the best of its capacity.
1: Wow, those are great points and a lot to keep in mind with the workflows and the technology and the experience. So how do they know? How do they know, like, should I optimize and use the system I currently have, or when should I just give it up and, and get a whole new system?
2: I don't think of it as an either or, or really like a, a dichotomy. All EHRs have limitations. And that's, again, must have end up delivering a lot when we're working with a new customer. And a new implementation is enormously costly from staff time, from a cost perspective, all of that. So I really consider an optimization to be important due diligence before pursuing a full selection, even if you really think that's the right course of action for a couple of reasons. I think one, it allows you to systematically document and understand where you are having limitations with your current system so that you can make sure that your new EHR meets those needs. And two, it just gives you a really good perspective for where you might have made mistakes in the initial process that you can address with the new um, implementation. And just kind of running through some of the things, you know, I do a lot of kind of quick needs analyses with people to kind of understand where they are and whether a a new system really might be an answer. And so some of the things that I think of as areas that would lend themselves to an optimization versus a selection are if you're unsure what is actually a technology limitation and what is a workflow or design issue, absolutely go with an optimization to understand that. If you know you're not taking advantage of all of the modules or functionality in the system, go with an optimization. If your configuration or your design, your setup does not support your reporting needs, pursue an optimization. If you cannot support external mandate, interfaces with state systems, you know, MAR functionality that doesn't meet your needs, that is, a lot of times those are the types of things that are going to end up requiring you to look outside of your current EHR, but I still would go through an optimization just to make sure that you're really understanding all of your choices. If you can't output your billing correctly or provide the types of billing edits that you need, absolutely something where you want to make sure you're confirming those limitations. Systems add new functionality all the time. But if that is the case or your real root cause of your problems, or new EHR isn't likely going to be the right course of action. And then finally, if you're struggling with issues around compliance and your system can't provide those types of compliance stops, right? Like I can't do my treatment plan before my assessment is complete. I need to do my treatment plan on a set cycle. Reporting can really help with that, but if you're really struggling with those core compliance issues, again, that's something that I do think is a good candidate for a new system. That's something that's very hard to overcome while still working within someone's standard
1: workflow. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot to keep in mind. Really leads us to thinking optimization, try it first, right? So tell me a little bit more. You mentioned a little bit about getting data out and getting data insights from an EHR, and we know it's critical for state reporting, for billing, and so many other needs. Is it hard in some of the cases to get the data out, and and what should organizations do if they're struggling with that?
2: I always say it should not be hard, Um, but that is, like I mentioned, one of the major items that we end up looking at in an optimization. And so what I always say is look at the root cause of your data access issues, right? When someone says to me, I can't report on what I need to, I kind of want to work through that systematically. Do you have a data problem, a training issue, or I'm going to say a skills mismatch? So a data problem, you don't collect the data in a reportable or usable way. It's a free text field when you really need a drop-down value, that kind of thing. Or the data is just entirely not available in your system or available in a separate system. You're required to use the state portal. You have to put it in there. That's where the data is. A training issue. Are your staff actually just unaware of existing reports? One of the things I love about an optimization is when you get all the users in a room and people start talking about this great report that they use that they've never seen before and everyone learns about it. So that's always a big, nice, easy win. Do staff not know the process to report issues with current reports? It could be that we get into the room and the reporting team says, oh, we created this great report for you. And someone says, well, it doesn't include these you know, three critical service codes, but they didn't know what the process was to report that back. And then finally, that the staff do not know the out-of-the-box workflow required for reporting, right? So some EHRs really do force you into a certain workflow if you want to be able to report on things. And if staff aren't aware of that, they might not realize that their data isn't being collected the way that they need it to. And finally, that skills system mismatch, that's where, you know, you might not have the skills on your team to make use of the data in the EHR. It might be that you just don't have a team of staff who actually can write their own reports. And so you're sort of stuck with what's out of the box. And that can really be a problem on its own, but with its own solutions. And a kind of a flavor of that, I think, is this idea of the limitations to what data is available through the -the out-of-the-box reporting in the EHR, right? So if you don't have the capacity on your team or the bandwidth on your team to do enough of this, you can't just create your own custom reports for everything and you're really stuck with what's out of the box. It could be that your workflow or the way that you've configured your system for very good and valid reasons doesn't support the -the out-of-the-box reporting and then you're
0: stuck not being able of navigating the complex and confusing world of healthcare on your own? Look to the behavioral health experts at AFIa, a symmetry company. Our team of experienced healthcare consultants will guide you through the process of finding and managing the technology and service your organization needs to deliver exceptional care. Our services include healthcare consulting, IT management and optimization, data analytics and more. No matter the size of your organization, we are committed to creating custom-tailored solutions so you can make data-informed decisions, drive growth, provide purpose, and predict the future. At Afia, we believe that everyone deserves access to high-quality health care. Let us help you create streamlined and optimized processes to give your patients the highest quality of care. Visit us at afiahealth.com. That's A-F-I-A healthcom to learn more about how we can help your organization thrive.
1: Gotcha. Those are some really good points. And you've done a lot of optimizations. you worked with a lot of different organizations, many different vendors. Can you give us some of those real life stories and tell us what optimizations, where did they go wrong? Where did they go right? You know, what were the successes that came out of it? So thinking
2: about... Being able to report on something like what percentage of our discharges were successful and how long is our average length of stay, right? If we think about the goal of something like an outpatient program being to move someone on or a higher level of care to move someone down to a lower level of care, right? We want to understand when we're actually doing that and how long is it taking us to get to that outcome. If you don't have your system set up to support that though, where you have programs tied to level of care, that can be really difficult to do. So I worked with an agency to actually reconfigure all of their programs to align to their unique episodes of care so that they were able to track all of that data in a discrete way so that they could easily capture their length of stay, so they could easily capture the discharge reason, and whether it was successful or not using the functionality within the EHR. Another one I think about that we spend a lot of time doing, and I'm sure is a frequent issue for organizations is trying to understand why your claims are getting denied and addressing the root causes via configuration. And that's something a lot of times organizations just haven't really sat down and methodically worked through all of their common denial reasons that they're they're getting back on their claims and understanding whether there were options in the system to prevent them versus having their billing team need to manually work those every time. So that can be a huge win understanding things like, is there a way to set the place of service or the diagnosis directly so that I'm not relying on manual staff workflows when I know what the answer should be, basically. So that's something that we spend a lot of time doing is often uh, a result of misunderstandings about what a system can do. There's a lot of times ways to prevent those types of billing issues that your staff end up spending a lot of time working. Caseload, a number of clients served, right? So that's another area that a lot of organizations want to be able to report on, want to be able to understand related to being able to serve more clients by understanding how many individuals are actually active on someone's caseload. So we've helped several organizations clean up their inactive clients. So reviewing individuals by last date of service, talking to their primary caseworker to understand whether they should be discharge from services, whether there's a discharge process that needs to be followed or whether an administrative discharge is appropriate. Then working to get a much more accurate and targeted list so you're able to understand how many clients are enrolled in different programs and what individuals' caseloads are. So such critical data to understand how you're serving individuals, where you can take on more. We talked a little bit about the idea of these externally mandated systems, which again, I'm sure is familiar to a lot of our agencies that we work with, where the state says you're stuck using the system that I designed for you. You have to enter all this data in there. We've actually helped some of our customers set up robotic process automation, which is basically a tiny robot that goes and takes the data from your source system and logs into the state portal and types everything in for you so that you don't have to have a human doing all that double entry but you still have all of that data accessible in your source EHR for reporting. So I think that can be a really nice win for those situations where you're sort of stuck with what the technology limitations are, but you really want access to that data. And then finally, I think a big one that we end up doing or helping people with is understanding the value of trying to use standard system workflows and configuration versus defaulting to a custom process. Just a lot of advantages from repeatability and reusability of the information, being able to use out-of-the-box tools, to be able to see that's using that standard system workflow to understand admission and discharge, to understand the access journey, all of those pieces where you're using the -the out-of-the-box functionality, there really is a lot of value to that.
1: Absolutely. Wow. And it must be so frustrating for them to be blind to some of those things. So wonderful that you can come in and and help them find that. So- On the part of an organization, what's critical? What do they have to do to get ready and actually successfully achieve their outcomes during an optimization?
2: You wanna define your goals, but go into the process with an open mind. And I think that's where this idea of the new selection, new vendor selection versus optimization comes in, right? A lot of customers go in thinking that they're looking for help determining whether they need to pursue a new selection. So even if that's the overarching goal of the project, it's really important to understand that why, right? Why are you looking for a new system? What is the fundamental frustration? Revenue cycle performance, client experience, staff satisfaction. This will help when you're looking at your system gaps or identifying what that new system can offer. At the same time, I always say to people, there are things that are working well in your current system, even if it doesn't feel like that. And you also want to make sure you're understanding and documenting those so that when, again, you go to select a new system, you don't make any assumptions about what that system will offer you. So you can make sure that you are still repeating those pros that you might have in your current system. So defining our goals, going into the process with an open mind, really important speaking with stakeholders across the organization and at all levels of the organization. So I want to be talking to the C-suite, right? I'm where they're seeing the overall organizational performance impacted by their technology. But I also want to talk to clinicians and direct care staff. We want to talk to billing, IT, all of the clinical program types, even those who might not be using the EHR today. It's just as important to understand what's not happening as what is. Each stakeholder in business area has their own perspective, their own issue is really important. I think it's really important to bring in someone who's able to assess the identified gaps against the current EHR, as well as alternative systems and vendors. That's what I like to think of as one of the big value areas that we provide is that we can help people with that level set, right? Uh, These are all of our frustrations with our current system. You know, we really know the marketplace. We know the other options and we can help you understand whether that's something that's likely to be addressed by a different solution or is it really just fundamentally a problem of the nature of the workflow, the nature of the billing, the nature of whatever it is. So I think that's really helpful for just helping people go into this, knowing what's realistic to get out of a new system. And lastly, make the optimization as data-driven as possible. We always wanna be referencing the source system and the source system data to make sure that we understand those pain points and we're able to quantify issues where possible I think that optimizations are most effective when an organization has reporting tools available. Are we able to provide reporting tools to make sure that we're validating findings and most importantly, measuring improvements, right? It's all well and good to sit there and document a long list of things that we know are problems. but We want to get to that point of knowing how are we going to fix this and how will we measure that it's been fixed? So I think those would be the define your goals, speak with all of your stakeholders, Make sure you have someone who's able to be that neutral third party to assess what's realistic to fix or address in a separate system, and then look at the data whenever possible.
1: Yeah. Wow. Those are great points. And it sounds like, like you said, that's going to set them up for success. But now if we think about it, it's like, okay, we've set ourselves up for success. we put all those things in place. How do we know we were successful? Like, what? how do you define that? How do you check the box and say, yes, we did right by this process? And that's where the why
2: is so important. If you're looking to understand whether you should switch EHRs, I think getting to that yes, no answer may seem like the end, but you always want to know how to define and measure improvements on the factors driving the optimization work or selection. So you still might come out of it saying, yep, going with a new system, going with a new selection, but these are the areas that we'll use in the selection and implementation process to know that we're successful. And then an optimization where I'm going to decide to keep my system absolutely needs to include a work plan to address the issues with and around the technology, training, process improvement, workflow improvement, that is going to really help drive the success of the EHR as a whole, right? You don't want this to be a review of the system that results in no action. You want to know how you're going to be successful.
1: Wow. That's a good point. I think all those things, like you said, to really define that success and make it clear. So Clearly, this optimization is going to benefit the organization in multiple ways, perhaps bring in more money, like you said, with billing and things like that. Ensure job satisfaction because clinicians and others will be happier using the system. Improve care. What are the takeaways to make sure that they're going to hit all of those, either, like you said, at the end of the optimization or in deciding and picking a new vendor?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: The Optimization selection is not a dichotomy,
2: right? So that if we pursue an optimization, it doesn't mean that a selection's not on the table. I think that's a really important thing to think about. Thinking beyond the technology, right? Not just what my EHR is, but where do I have room for process improvement? Where do I have room for workflow improvement, redesign uh, solutions outside of the system? Not just how do I fix my EHR? That's the problem. And then lastly, that idea of making it data-driven, right? that in and of itself, understanding how you quantify or measure the pain points that you're having or the concerns that you're having can only benefit the organization. Again, whether you choose to optimize or implement a new product.
1: Wow. Liz, thanks so much. I really appreciate you sharing your experience with them. And I know you've put a lot of ideas and hopefully made people feel a little bit better about what they're experiencing and that there's a solution out there for them. So thanks so much for sharing that with us and find us on your favorite podcast app in future. I'm